0: You're listening to Thursday Mornings with Alex and Don. G-MAD. Don is a pastor with 40 years experience. And Alex is just as curious as you are. We look at the most important and interesting questions about the Bible and Christian faith. So let's talk about it. Pastor Don.
1: Good morning, Alex.
0: Good morning. How are you? So far, so good. Excellent. Yeah. We, got to, we got a good one today. Oh. I'm excited. I'm getting nervous. You know, <laughs> I've been getting... There's been... Uh, just a good string of questions and topics that have either been sent in or I've heard or something that I've just never thought about.
1: Well, thank you, folks.
0: And they're great. Yeah. And this one's kind of been waiting in the wings for a while because we're getting through all the, the uh, hillcrest, And we do still have a few of those to get to, but this one, after doing a little research, I was just too excited to bring oh, it to okay. you. So, this comes from Kurt Wise. Oh, yeah. He says, you don't need to tell him it came from me. <laughs> Thank you, Kurt. Yes. (laughs) What a listener would love to know the difference between the angelic beings and scriptures. How do angels, cherubim, seraphim, and any other differ? What characteristics and roles? And this came up in a Bible study probably a while ago, but they didn't have no, and they wanted to get your input. Okay. So, well, I'm sorry,
1: I'm not as gifted at this. I'm not as knowledgeable as I'd like to be on angelic beings, but with the, the word angel, Means messenger right out of the Greek, so any angel is a messenger of god mm-hmm. well uh, an angel of God is a main messenger of God there actually are angelic demons mm-hmm. uh, demons that are uh, uh messengers of the devil, so not every angel is divine right holy so it you 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 notice that in the subtleties of the scripture which are which. Right. As, of of those me- messengers. And then there are s- some with specific roles. And of course we have the archangels. Right. In that Michael and Gabriel. Gabriel. Are, yep. And they are given, obviously they're above the others. Right. Okay. Yeah. There's a hierarchy. They are right? hierarchy okay. among
0: them. Yes. So uh,
1: there's a pecking order and we, I, we, we humans don't like pecking orders, but they've got a pecking order. Right. And there's, so they have roles yep. that they fulfill. And then cherubim and seraphim and those that are protecting certain things are, have a certain role in their, Mm -hmm. in their work. Okay. And so, yeah, we aren't totally aware how present they may be at any moment. Right. It's like Hebrews 13, we may be entertaining angels unaware Mm -hmm. because we don't really have, we really aren't keyed into that spiritual dominion. Right. As
0: well as we could be. hmm Yeah, they could be all around. They could be invisible, mm-hmm. mostly unseen. Even that's the good ones and the bad ones. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, the whole spiritual realm yes. and all the warfare that's yep. going
1: on around us, mm-hmm. we tend to be oblivious to.
0: Right. And what I found very interesting when I was researching this was that there's there's not only like this hierarchy of, you know, what, what you said, you know, cherubim, seraphim, but there's also like many different... Others, let's see. So, there's heavenly. There's sometimes they're referred to as heavenly bodies, mm-hmm. right? And uh, another one in Luke says, you know, for the powers of the heavens will be shaken. And so, in the NIV, it says heavenly bodies, and then in the ESV, it says the powers of heaven. Okay, it's
1: the heavenly bodies of can also be planets and stars.
0: Okay, would would the powers of heaven also be that then? it yeah that could okay
1: could uh that could be more celestial okay than angelic okay
0: yeah because that's that's the same verse one's an niv one's an esv yeah okay yeah yeah and then yeah and then the king james version says the powers of heaven also so
1: mm-hmm. that probably has more to do with stars and planets and things like that than angels but that's still sort of out of our realm okay <laughs> so,
0: sure sure uh, this one's from First 1 Timothy. In the presence of God and Christ Jesus and of the elect angels. Who'd the elect? Well, that'd be that hierarchy. The okay. Tears. Okay. Oh, where is this other one? Death, nor life, nor angels, nor rulers, nor things present, nor things to come. nor Okay, so, nor powers. Maybe it's this one. Far above all rule and authority, power and dominion. And every name that is invoked was this power and dominion. Because I was seeing some people referring to that as those are actual, not what oh, I'm trying to think of, not, not verbs or not, not. I'm not thinking of the wrong thing, I think. But like, that's an actual like being.
1: Well, the it, the dominion has to do over what they
0: have power over. Right. So that that's how I always took it. But I'm seeing some people saying like, no, that. Are you in Ephesians 6? Ephesians one twenty
1: one. One twenty one. And see it's also referred to in six nine. It is, yep. And that has to do with Paul's illustrating that there's a place going on that there's stuff going on that we aren't aware of. Right. And I think that's what he's alluding to in chapter one and definitely is alluding to when he gets to chapter six. And he talks about uh we our power is not our struggle is not against flesh and blood but against the rulers against the authorities against the powers of this dark age spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms
0: okay that the makes the sense, sense yeah
1: and so it's 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 addressing the fact that there's things outside of us and beyond our understanding one of the pieces that that specifically talks about is in re- reference to heavenly beings and angels is the fact that god has assigned them certain roles and tasks and they have they work within that frame mm-hmm. and that dominion is their frame okay in which they work okay uh, spiritually or or it can even be uh, geographically it oh. has has a, a way of saying these are the edges of what you have what you're accountable for okay okay and part of that is you know accountability is a pretty big de- thing yeah. for god oh yeah and so god tries to make us very clear edges sure to what's ours and what's somebody else's, mm-hmm. and that's in the heavenly realm, yeah specifically that that's why there's so many different kinds mm-hmm. and uh, I, I'm thinking of the Ark of the Covenant and those uh, beings that are actually sculpted right into that ark so that they depict the fact it's protected by God right and his and his dominion
0: yes absolutely is, they're uh, special they're special, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, I think I might have just got confused because the way you describe that, that makes a lot of sense. Some angels are designated as cherubim. Mm -hmm. And this site kind of compiles all the different, you know, different angelic beings, heavenly beings, and kind of from the Bible gives them kind of characteristics and says these are living creatures who defend God's holiness from any defilement of sin. So they're kind of more flesh and blood. They're definitely not the round, pudgy winged things yeah, that we I'll see know, on cards, yeah. but Better they are. Better purge that image yeah. in your mind as uh-huh. for
1: cherry room, yeah. But, but defending, God's, taking, defending God's holiness, in a way, is probably an easier way for us to get our head around it. Mm-hmm. You know? And realizing that there's, guys, there's beings out there defending specifically yeah. his set-apartness from who we are. Right. I mean, that's part of the reason we can't see this spiritual realm mm-hmm. because it's set apart. Right. It's, it's outside our vision. Mm-hmm. And only if we are moved by the Holy Spirit, do we see exactly what's going on in the spiritual realm. And even then praise the Lord. <laughs> he only gives us a certain part that we can handle. Yeah. I mean, God, God's working with us. He will work as far into the Holy Spirit that we can handle it. Yeah. And as much of our life as we give over to God, into the Holy Spirit, into his realm, he will do it. Yep. But he's not going to overstep that because, praise the Lord, he knows how much we can take. Right. And uh, what we can handle. The spiritual stuff, angelic stuff, that that's really challenging for mm-hmm. us guys. Who tend to be more mechanical, methodical, and, and re- rational, <laughs> because spiritual stuff doesn't always end up rational.
0: No. Well, I mean, you look at, you know, even just the cherubim. there's only three verses. And then if, once you get to seraphim, mm-hmm. was that, I think it's not one verse, but. I guess might be within six verses. That's all it talks about mm-hmm. for seraphim. Mm-hmm. You know, above him were seraphim, each having six wings, with two wings covered their faces, two covered their feet, and with two they were flying, and they were just praising God. And that kind of seems to be their function is just you know praising God, being a messenger, and are especially concerned with the, the holiness of God. They've got their dominion right there. Yep, and that comes out of
1: Revelation. Mm-hmm.
0: That's pretty wild, book.
1: Yeah, when you start talking about chapter four and the kind of worship that's, that's coming from, out of yeah, it. Isaiah. That, yeah, okay. Or maybe there, is there seraphim specifically called seraphim? vision from Isaiah is in Revelation as well.
0: Okay. So they might not say seraphim in Revelation, maybe?
1: I don't remember the specifically seraphim in Revelation, but it's a a six-wing creature, yeah.
0: Right. Okay. Well, I mean, that would have to be. Similarities. Right. Okay. What I thought was interesting about the the cherubim, those are the ones that are on the ark, right? Mm Mm-hmm. That's the way I remember it. Right. Okay? Let's put it in those, yeah, because uh, I'm coming off top of my head and
1: my head's so Genesis three twenty four and Exodus
0: twenty five eighteen through twenty. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. Because Genesis three twenty four, that'll be guarding the garden, right? Mm-hmm. And then Exodus twenty five eighteen and twenty, that's talking about you're going to put two cherubim on there, and they're going to be pointing at each other over the, the, what was that called? The, the ark of the covenant. Well, no. Oh, oh, the the mercy seat. Mercy seat. Whatever that is. Well, supposedly that's <laughs> what God
1: sets when he comes down to visit. Okay. On a little... I can't imagine how that works, but... I can't either. It's in the Holy of Holies. Yep.
0: But anyway, I thought it was interesting. They're given this command to make this thing like this. They knew what cherubim looked like. Obviously. That's... hmm That's crazy. Why don't they talk about that more? <laughs> you know? Yeah. For us why greatest don't? <laughs> guys of
1: the 21st century. Yeah. Why don't they do that?
0: Yep. 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 Now, before we get to the, my favorite one, (laughs) okay. I wanted to talk about why did God make all of these angels to do these things? It seems, you know, like something that a agnostic or atheist or something that likes to do the, why would a loving God or, you know, why would an all-powerful, omnipotent God need these angels to do his bidding if he can do everything? Ah,
1: now you're getting to something else. All these angels, all these... Okay, so he's communicating these things mm-hmm. through written word, constructs that us humans can understand. How separated from God are they? Because... They may be ways for him to illustrate himself to us. And so cherubim, okay, we can figure out what that is. We can put them on both ends of the ark. And that helps us understand the protection of God over the ark. Okay. The holy peace. How do we understand the angel that came to Mary? As God himself? Or is it better, easier for us to handle that as one of his ambassadors? messengers. Okay. So part of that is the fact that God's trying to get this message. The whole Bible is a message from God for us to understand and move in. Yeah. A second part is then he's calling us as human beings to join him in this this work he's doing on earth. In John's gospel, how many times does Jesus Say, I am doing what I see the Father doing. And in 14 and 15, then he says, And you're going to do more than I'm doing. Mm-hmm. And then to cap it off, he, and, and through Paul, he says in Romans 12, he asks us to offer our bodies as living sacrifices, holy and pleasing to God, which is our spiritual act of worship. Don't conform any longer to the pattern of this world, yeah. but be transformed. And in that transformation, then we will be able to attest to prove what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. He's asking us to come alongside of him. He has helped us understand who he is by these constructs that help us understand his movement. Okay. Cherubim, seraphim, angels, and he's his son, Jesus Christ. So we understand how he's working into the world, his divine and perfect will. And then he calls us through his son, Jesus, to come alongside and be part of his will and to live out of his will. Yeah. And so aren't we part of maybe an angel, a messenger? I'm just saying we, we need the constructs to help us understand God. But God still is beyond our understanding and even how he works in our individual lives is beyond our understanding. But we're still asked by Jesus and through Paul's word to give our lives to Jesus so that he can do this work, this big work on this earth through us. We get to participate. Okay. Fair enough. So it's a big, it's such, God is so much bigger than our constructs I think sometimes
0: it's hard for him to understand. Why don't we get it? <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> Why don't you understand I'm God?
0: Yeah. Yeah. I I spent a lot of time thinking about it and it was, it's something that's, it got real. I don't know. Not this isn't something that probably happens to you, but sometimes there's oh, yeah. things that I come across where I'm just like, you know what? That's enough thinking about that forever because that seems like it's going to be a lot of work. And I'm just going to go ahead and fill in the answers thing. and just, say, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Sure, there's a good rational answer that I'll find out when I die, and it'll be great. But the 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 only answers I can come up with are always that they're good. You know, it always makes sense. God is such a vast thing that we have no idea how to comprehend. He's now created these things to be messengers, mm-hmm. and so that's what he has to do with everything. Is everything has to be a little messenger one way or another to do these certain roles? Because he's like, how am I going to get this point across? How am I going to do this thing? Right. These things that I created that I love dearly. I can't go and show myself to them. It's too much for them. <laughs> we- As we clearly have pointed yeah. out. Mo- Moses is a
1: good example. Yeah, it's exactly. too much for him.
0: If you wanted to, you ask God, I want to know everything that you know. And he actually granted that, you know, your heads, you're done. Yeah. There's it's no right. way your brain can handle that. You're a computer disks that try to be, have too much information loaded onto it with too much power and it explodes. So he's got to create these ways to do this. So that makes a lot of sense to me. I don't think that's a finicky weasel way out of it. I mean, I
1: I would point you to unseen things, a book by Heiser. Okay. And he probably does the most genuine study that I've come across of those, those kind of things uh, and helps us understand a little bit from the biblical perspective. Actually, all of his work comes from the Bible. A lot of it's from the Old Testament and out of the Hebrew language. And uh, to me, it's the best
0: work I've come across on divine beings. Okay. that's. I mean, it's interesting. I'll check that out for sure. I hope I can find it as an audio book and listen to it.
1: Well, yeah. Yeah, it is an audio book, and it, I've been working on it for quite a while. It is detailed, and it is, yeah,
0: it it seems it, like one of those books. It's very detailed. Okay, so it's not one of those books you're going to sit down and read because you fall asleep. Maybe. Yeah. Right. Okay. All right. Yeah. All right. So now, the last one. Right, so I found it here. So it's it's they're called thrones. Sorry about that, everyone. And the Greek it's Ophanium O P H A N I M, and this is it's seen in other other scripture too, but in Ezekiel, and. Uh, I think when we did our alien episode, that was one of the the one of the things like, "Ooh, that sounds like an alien" because it's like a wheel spinning
1: or within a wheel
0: within a wheel. So one speed wheel spinning this way and one wheel spinning this way, and and so these these they're saying that this is an angelic body, a throne because it's something that's talked about a lot. It clearly has power that is apart from God because God is seen sitting on you know on a chariot on a throne. With wheels of, you know, and then the words used for this wheels is seen, not, I don't think it's seen any other place except for here in Ezekiel, but in the Dead Sea Scrolls, it is found a few times. And so that's why. Can you uh, tell me where in Ezekiel? Maybe. Uh, 115 through 21. Let's see. It gave me a, I had to pull this up on the internet. This one gave me. Sent me to Biblica, but Biblica never shows you what verse or what, uh, I oh, know that is NIV. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, the, the imagery in this is, oh, that's amazing. Isn't it's, it? it's far out. It Yeah. All that is
1: far out. I'd liken it to, to revelation chapter four, five yeah. in that. Oh, period. absolutely. Yeah. And some of the same terms are used. Mm-hmm. Well, I haven't studied this ahead very okay. much. I, I'm aware of sin here. Awesome. Good. Uh, remember thrones mm-hmm. are basically position of power. Right. And from which power is dispensed and which judgment okay. is also done from the throne. And so as he sets this up in chapter one, he's setting it up as the God who calls Ezekiel in chapter two. Mm-hmm. That being done, I, I, Is it a flying saucer? I think this is the passage my cousin was referring to. For sure.
0: Way back when. I mean, can I read it? Yeah. Okay. uh, Yeah. Okay. So as I looked, this, this is Ezekiel 15 through 21. As I looked at the living creatures, I saw a wheel on the ground beside each creature with its four faces. This was the appearance and structure of the wheels. They sparkled like topaz and all four looked alike. Each appeared to be made of a wheel intersecting a wheel. So, a cross of, you know, mm-hmm. a wheel, if you looked at it from the top. As they moved, they would go in any one of the four directions the creatures faced. The wheels did not change directions as the creatures went. Their rims were high and awesome, and all four rims were full of eyes all around. When the creatures moved, the wheels beside them moved. And when the creatures rose from the ground, the wheels also rose. Wherever the spirit would go, they would go, and the wheels would rise along with them, because the spirit of the living creatures was in the wheels. When the creatures moved, they also moved. When the creatures stood still, they also stood still. And when the creatures rose from the ground, the wheels rose along with them, because the spirit of the living creatures was in the wheels. I was weird how that's the end of it. How. They say that the spirit of the living creatures was in them three times in that thing.
1: It does. Yes.
0: So it's very strange, but not sitting inside Mm -hmm. of it like you would think of like a UFO. No, but obviously these things have some power. And then the Dead Sea Scrolls, what I was trying to reference to, and it's kind of a, it doesn't say for sure, right? It doesn't say thrones are angels, Mm -hmm. but it moves to them being a angelic being a heavenly body something like that has power that God gave to it to I don't know transport something yeah seems strange though it does yeah god can use all things you made all these other angels that can mm-hmm. fly all around but these have to have this right
1: apparatus that
0: they're part of yeah yeah and then we see god sitting on a throne or on a, on a chariot or something or maybe it said his spirit so all very, very interesting.
1: All very interesting, and all Ezekiel's using a ancient language mm-hmm. to describe something that was indescribable. Ex- yeah, <laughs> yeah. And, and so he did the best he could. <laughs> oh yeah. And so I'm going to give him a little bit of grace here and there because it freaks me out. I mean, it's beyond <laughs> it's beyond anything i've I've seen. And uh, you know, I, I start thinking about these wheels in a wheel, and I think about these really these mag wheels that go inside another uh thing inside of them and they keep going even though you're stopped
0: and then covered in eyes
1: and then covered in eyes yeah yeah that is just really i've never seen a ford look like that before nope
0: you know it's just
1: beyond my comprehension Mm
0: -hmm. maybe a helicopter i don't know but
1: you know i'll continue to read the words and allow the spirit to help me interpret Mm -hmm. them I'm but, just sorry I hadn't read them more times before this episode. So yeah, I had yeah, me down pat. You know,
0: and me either. I kind of started this, and I got here a little bit late, but I started about oh. five thirty. Then I got the boys up at six, got them off to school, mm-hmm. and kind of ran back to it. And at that point, I had already gotten into the Dead Sea Scrolls, and I, so I started looking into them. And you know, they're kind of broken, but you, but they, they they've done a pretty yeah. good job putting them together.
1: It's amazing to have that resource. After this many centuries.
0: Yes. And there was not just one that talked about these thrones. There was multiple and they all kind of were saying the same thing that we don't have in the Bible that we don't see in Ezekiel, but there might've been only three of them, you know? So I don't know how many Ezekiels you had to have before it made it in. Right. That'd be a good question for another show maybe, but.
1: I know I'd have to study that one. ahead. had
0: yeah. not on,
1: on that. Yeah. But yeah, I. I, I feel for Ezekiel, a prophet who was called mm-hmm. to give God's word out. And here he's trying to describe this happening in human terms.
0: Yep. Mm-hmm. That's sometimes difficult. Yeah. Can you imagine something just as God sending you to be like, go describe this? Mm hmm. Make sure you get all this down. And yeah. you're just looking at You're just like, Up yeah, I've never
1: seen anything like that before. I'm going to do the best I can. Yeah. Just like John did when he did the revelation.
0: Yep. That's interesting. It'd be like a child describing something, you know? Mm-hmm. Like what happened? Well there was a, a
1: big white thing. There was a, yeah. It was wrong. Yeah,
0: yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, it that reminds me of Benny watching mm-hmm. his brother throw up from being sick. And he goes, mm-hmm. Charlie coughs in the trash can. hmm Which is Coughs
1: in the trash like, can You're like, what?
0: If you told someone that you're yeah. like, you don't know what you're what he's saying, but yeah, he's throwing up the trash can. So interesting.
1: Just glad he found the trash can.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So sure. I'm sure that this could be Even longer of an episode because we haven't even got to, got to virtues, which Mm -hmm. those are bodies we think as well and actually get into the full hierarchy and stuff, but check it out. It's, there's a lot there. Very interesting. Yeah. The angels that are allowed to be seen, the angels that are not allowed to be seen, the angels that are chained up in hell waiting for our judgment, our, Mm -hmm. our judgment. Why? Why do we get to judge them? There's a reason for that. There's a reason for that. Yeah.
1: And. And you can read some of that in Ezekiel chapter 28.
0: Yeah. See? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Would you say Ezekiel is the source for all the interesting ones or. Well,
1: in our Christian Bible, it's probably the source that helps us understand how, how and why Satan was thrown out of the kingdom, how, okay. how he, why he was thrown out of heaven and why he took other angels with him. Mm-hmm. And that, yeah. So it gives that explanation. And I just happen to put my markers here and I've got cliff notes over here because, you know, we get asked every once in a while.
0: Yeah. About Satan and why, why'd he get ditched? Yeah, that's right. What'd he do? What'd he do? What'd he do? What was yeah. so bad? Yeah. Very interesting. One of the messengers didn't want to do the messenger stuff. Do the goods.
1: Oh, he wanted to do his thing.
0: His message. Yep. Yes. If you go through it, it's, it's the.
1: It's the I wills. He was going to become God. Mm-hmm. That was his desire to not be second to God as an angel. He wanted to be God. He mm-hmm. wanted to be worshiped. Yeah. And we see that in Jesus' temptation. Yep. His reek, he reeks of selfishness and, and
0: desire to be worshiped. Mm-hmm. It's very interesting. Very interesting. All right. Will you pray us out? Oh, yeah, we need it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Heavenly Father, we thank you
1: for our listeners and the questions, and we thank you, Lord, for the discussion that's come from it. Continue to guide us, Lord, in your ways. Help us to base our lives upon your holy word and to live out of it the light that you've shed on us through Jesus Christ, our Lord. In Jesus' name we pray.
0: Amen. Amen. Hey, thanks, everyone, for joining us on that wild ride. Wild ride, yes. And we will see you all next week. And I'll go have a cup of coffee
1: and recover, and we'll see you later.
0: (laughs) Lord willing. All right, bye. Thanks again for joining us for this week's episode. We are both having a ton of fun making these videos and episodes. And if you're having fun too, please tell a friend about this and help us to grow this mission. Thank you, and God bless.